0: Hello, you gorgeous humans. Welcome to my podcast, Human Better 365, for my inspired souls that are looking to improve and grow upon their already wonderful lives. I am your host, Sabrina Victoria. If you are new to this podcast, make sure to hit that subscribe button for weekly motivational content that is sure to jumpstart your day. Today, we are talking about feeling fear, dealing with fear, and how a concept called resolve can allow you to feel fear and move forward anyways. Join me. Human Better 365, the only podcast that will create undeniable results in long-term growth, regain control of your time, get organized and prepare for the future, all while having a life full of purpose because managing your time means managing your life. And now your host, Sabrina Victoria. Hello, hello, hello. I hope everyone is having a fantastic day today. We are in August of 2020. Coronavirus pandemic is still hanging around here in the U.S., And some of us, not all of us, are um, letting fear get in the way in so many aspects of our lives. So today I want to talk about a little word called resolve. Now, a lot of times uh, people would associate resolve with the word resolution, which people associate with New Year's where you come up with a list of all of the things that you are going to do uh, for that following year and we call it our new year's resolution and it's supposed to resolve all the things that are wrong in our life at that moment to make us a better person by the end of the year. Now I stopped doing new year's resolution probably over 10 years ago um, when I set foot on this self-development self-help um i guess um journey i decided that any resolutions that i had going on in my life any things that i wanted to fix or twerk or patch up i was going to start immediately there wasn't going to be a i'm going to start now even if i had to start little by little because things were a little crazy Um, or not so convenient, I always made sure that I dug in, I researched, I started working towards it even if it was little by little and I couldn't dive right in because I very much um, at a fairly young age started to see how important it was if you wanted to make huge changes in your life to start immediately, not think about it, not dilly dally around, And so this is what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about how important it is when you see circumstances or situations in your life that aren't quite where you want them to be, that you don't have to wait until a certain time. You don't have to wait until your birthday. You don't have to wait until after the holidays or after New Year's or whatever it is. See, to resolve something, resolve is you're making a decision to do something with and about yourself. It's a firm determination to do something. So when you decide firmly, not maybe or sorta or kinda, but when you're firmly deciding to take a certain course of action. So this means no matter what the circumstance, no matter what's going on, You're not going to let anything get in the way of taking that action. Now, when you decide to act with resolve, you change everything and everyone. You're actually drawing out a personal line or a professional line in the sand and you are dedicated to moving your standards above that line. And no matter what, even if things start to get difficult in the middle of the journey, in the middle of resolve, you still are dedicated to moving forward. Now I liken this, I liken a lot of my situations to weight loss because I feel like weight loss is easily seen. Um, I feel like mental and emotional health, is incredibly important but it's kind of hard to gauge that um, you can gauge it by if you lose your temper often and you're trying to not lose your temper and you have techniques that you're working on in order to not lose your temper obviously you can gauge it when there's an argument or when there's about to be an argument and you internally can see how you um, Handle that situation differently than you might have would have in the past. But that's kind of hard to really keep track of daily unless you have a notepad and you're taking notes. And it's also very hard for the outside world to be able to necessarily see uh, drastic changes in that immediately. Um, So weight loss, I feel like you can relatively see within a one, two, three month period, depending on how much weight you're trying to lose. So this is the thing. You start working out, um, you start getting serious about your health, and then all of a sudden there's a party, all of a sudden there's a birthday, all of a sudden there's a holiday. And this is the thing that you have to remember, my friends, there's always gonna be something. But see, this is what happens. Individuals get on the bandwagon of losing weight, exercising, eating healthy. Something gets in the way where they get a little bit off track And maybe they binge at a party. Maybe they drink too much. Maybe they skipped working out for a week because um, circumstances didn't work out with their car or getting to work or whatever it was. And what happens is in their mind, they then consider that a failure because they lost track of the regime that they were on. So instead of just after the so-called failure, them getting back on the track of working out, uh, eating healthier, and working towards that goal, instead what a lot of people do is they consider it a failure. It reaffirms the fact that they're going to be this weight, They're going to be this unhealthy. They're going to feel this way for the rest of their life. Woe is me. Victim role. Everyone's better than me. I'm never going to be like that. And it per- perpetuates this cycle of loser. And this is what I want you to really embrace and really realize is This motion that people get into with playing the victim role and being the whole woe is me and I'm never going to be able to do all of the things that all of the other really fit, healthy people do is all of the time that you spend staying in that rut is a waste of time because one of two things is going to happen either for the rest of your life starting that day of woe is me. You're never, ever, 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 ever one time until the day you die going to work out ever again. Or at some point in the future, which is usually what people do, at some point in the future, you're going to get back on the bandwagon and you're going to try again. But a lot of times that happens after the woe is me part that lasted two weeks, two months, two years, four years, whatever it is. You've then been in such a depressed state of mind, whether you want to admit it or not, you've now packed on an extra 5, 10, 30, 40 pounds in the woe is me attitude. So instead, what I am recommending is to cut out all that middle stuff. So you failed, you fell down, you tripped, you didn't go to the gym, wipe yourself off, just get back to the gym immediately. As soon as you notice, get back to the gym, get back to your walks, get back to eating healthy, whatever it is. Because there's only two things. Either you're never ever going to try again, or you are going to try again at some point in the future. So it might as well be now, instead of wasting so much time in the lull of pity. Does that make sense? So you want to make sure that when you make a resolve, that you are making a personal decision, a decision with confidence, that no matter what, your goal is going to be hit. And this is what I recommend. I recommend for you to actually set out a goal, a goal. Step one. Step two, what is the plan? What exactly are you going to do? Are you going to wake up extra early to go to the gym? Are you going to go for a walk in the morning? Are you going to do some sort of 1990 Pilates uh, VCR tape after work with the kids in the living room? Um, Are you going to get on a bike Are you going to get on the treadmill that's sitting in your basement? And then food, what are you determined to eat for food? And then, depending on how strict or unstrict you're going to be, what are your cheat meals? If you're going to allow yourself cheat meals, what are they? How often can you have them? Are you giving them to yourself as a bonus or a treat? Or are you allowed to just have them sporadically when you're craving it? Come up with an actual plan, a game plan that you keep by your bed or keep on the bathroom mirror or keep in the, in the, um, council of your not the council but like right above where your radio is in your car and then the deadline what is the deadline how much how much weight are you trying to lose or or what does um I guess, uh, I don't want to say disease. Um, what ailments are you trying to get over? Are you on some sort of medication? Are you on some sort of sleep aid? Are you, um, dealing with aches and pains in your backs or your ankles because you've gained so much weight or you drink too much or you eat too much meat or whatever it is? What are you trying to get rid of? And then your deadline what is the definitive deadline that you are putting on yourself and make it real? See, as I stated earlier, resolve is the concept that you can feel fear and move forward anyway. So, feel all of the things that are getting in your way, all the doubts, all the unforeseen occurrences that continue to pop up because this is life. There is never, ever going to be a time in your life where everything flows exactly as you think it should flow for a certain amount of time. That is just not a thing. It doesn't exist. Might Maybe one day, maybe a couple days, maybe a week. But a lot of times, if it's going a week, a lot of times the reason that's happening is because you're not risking anything. You're not trying anything. You're not doing anything or pushing yourself above the um, standards that you've set for yourself. See, issues, circumstances, unforeseen occurrences, fears, doubts, all of those start to pop up when you push yourself out of the box. Immediately it starts happening because fear and doubt a lot of times comes for you. And it starts to wear you down. That's absolutely normal. See, resolve is about the ability to keep going, to get up after you fall down, to stick it out, to not quit. It is about the persistence of. In the face of failure and fear, the persistence in the face of failure and fear. See, successful people have an uncanny ability to stick to their commitments no matter what. See, a lot of times, secretly, I'm going to tell you this as a secret, And I know that you will agree with me. A lot of times we allow circumstances or situations to get in the way of our goals and our passions and our side hustles and our dreams because we are fearful. Fearful of succeeding, fearful of failure, I've talked about this several times in my podcast. So instead of saying I am fearful, instead of saying I am afraid, instead, what you are doing is you are using the excuse of the circumstance to get in your way so that you don't look like an idiot by saying I'm afraid. Those circumstances, a lot of times, are just excuses. And I know you agree with me. It takes dedication to commit to a new course of action. It takes dedication to push yourself above the standards that you have set for yourself so far in your life. It takes dedication to rise above the moral standards the professional standards in today's day and age. People who are most successful in life have the capability to make things happen in spite of obstacles like fear. Does that make sense to you guys? You have to commit to take in on a new trait of being capable to make things happen in spite of obstacles like fear. Obstacles like fear. Obstacles meaning all of the excuses that you're deciding to put in front of fear. See, failure doesn't hinder success. It actually expedites it. So this is exactly what I'm talking about. Failure. People are so afraid to fail. People are so afraid to look like an idiot. But in actuality, just like I was talking about in yesterday's podcast, if you haven't listened to yesterday's podcast, I highly, highly recommend you to take a look at that because I talk about pivoting. See, when you're going down a journey, when you're going down a road and you think you're going down the right road, sometimes you hit a dead end or a cul-de-sac and you need to learn to pivot. Now, a lot of times people call that a failure. When you hit a roadblock or a dead end, people will view that themselves. I myself view that. People themselves view that as a failure. It's not a failure. See, if you're on your way to a destination, you need to learn to pivot and take right and left turns or back up and go back behind and then take a right to take a left to go straight. All of those things that you're perceiving as failures are actually the route to the goal. See, if instead of just sitting in an idle car, not moving, this is what people do. They sit in an idle car and they don't move because they're too afraid to move forward because what if? So their goal is way out there in la-la land somewhere. And it's there for them to grab. It is 100% there for them to grab at any moment. But people are so afraid of going the wrong way down a road that they never ever figure out the failures or the wrong turns that they're supposed to make in order to get to the goal. See, if you're going east... And you're going east for hours or days or months or years. And then all of a sudden you hit a dead end. And you have to turn around and go backwards maybe six months. And then make a right turn in order to continue going towards your goal. That is not a failure. That is if you would have just sat in the car. You never ever ever would have gotten to the goal. See, you're that much closer. But see, people view that six months backwards as such a huge failure. And it's not. It literally is not. If you have a puzzle and you're trying to put the puzzle pieces together, you have to fit all the pieces. And you're going to pick up hundreds of pieces while doing a thousand-piece puzzle that don't go into the right spaces. But if you just sit there and look at all the puzzle pieces, and you think about what it could have been or what it should look like, and you see the picture on the box of what it should look like, and you're like, oh, wouldn't that be nice, but I'm too afraid to pick up to two pieces that look like they might go together, but then, ooh, viewed as a failure because they don't actually go together, then you're never ever going to see the final product. The final goal, the final focus, because you were too nervous of what you would look like because you picked up two random pieces that look like they look to get, look like they fit together and they didn't. Who cares? Nobody cares. All they care about is at the very end of a few days or a f- or a few weeks, sometimes depending on the puzzle, that at the end... The puzzle looks like the picture on the box. You got the goal. That's all they care about. They're not going to ask you, Ooh, how many times did you fail? How many times did you accidentally put the wrong piece with the wrong piece? Nobody cares. Everybody who comes up to that puzzle will say two things. They will say, wow, that is absolutely beautiful. Good job. And they will say, how long did that take you? That's it. And you can literally say, it took me two hours. It took me two days. It took me two weeks. It took me two months. And they will never, ever say, whoa, what? That was too little or that was too short or that was too long. They're just going to be like, wow, good for you. That's it. That is literally it. So instead of being so wrapped up in the minute failures that have to take place, matching up the wrong puzzle pieces is something that has to happen in order for you to find the right puzzle piece. You have to try this piece and then try this piece and then try this piece and then try. Aha! And then you have to do it again. You have to try this piece, and then this piece, and then this piece, and then, aha. And then you have to try this, and you have to continue to do that hundreds of times until. That, my friends, is resolve. Being determined, no matter what the circumstance, no matter what is going on, no matter how many times, you continue to try until you get the result that you are looking for, the end result. These are the successful people, the people that will sit at a puzzle and try and try and try and try and try, try, no matter the obstacles, no matter the fear, because they realize that every single failure, Every single puzzle piece that doesn't fit gets them that much closer to the puzzle piece that does. They do not let failure stop them. But in fact... They use each and every failure as an opportunity to learn. When you learn that this puzzle piece does not fit on this side, you take that puzzle piece and you put it on the left. You take a puzzle piece on the right, you try it. If it doesn't work, you put it on the left. You take a puzzle piece from the right, you try it, it doesn't work, you put it on the left. See, every single time you're flipping sides, you're learning. I now know with 100% certainty that these puzzle pieces do not connect to this area in the puzzle. Then you finally found the one that did. Then you freaking start over again. You start over again. Have you ever thought of the concept of a puzzle in regards to your life? That's literally what it is. And when you start to view your life as simple or as complicated, as a puzzle, however you want to view it, it starts to make more sense as you're going through failure after failure after failure. See, every fail, every single fail that you view in your life as a failure only gets you closer to your goal to the end picture in sales if you are in sales they always say the same thing one no gets you closer to the yes every no that you get gets you closer to a yes because there is without question an endless amount of yeses but you have to go through all the no's before you find the yes That's with everything. That's with finding a spouse. That's with disciplining your children. That's with eating. Losing weight. All of the things. All of the things that you do in life. There are failures. There are no's and there are yes's in every aspect of your life. So this is what I'm going to end with, my friends. The way to confront fear is the same way you confront failures. It's the same way we talk about obstacles. When we say the obstacle is the way, we should also hear failure and fear are the way. Resolve is about seeking out failures and fears, not avoiding them. It is not rise to the occasion. It's create the occasion. And that is taken from one of my favorite books, Human 365, which is daily meditations. So listen up, my friends, I certainly hope that you got some serious um, things to think about during this podcast. Um, I really, really hope That you are taking this time during the coronavirus where there's a little bit of lulls in our life and instead of sitting in front of the TV watching every episode on Netflix that you could possibly get your hands on, taking this opportunity to really sit down and recharge and revitalize what you want out of life. Where are you trying to go? Meditate on that create a goal, create a plan and create a deadline for yourself. So thanks for joining me here at my podcast, Human Better 365. Be sure to follow me here on SoundCloud and check out my website for all my social media under sabrinavictoria.com. Always healthy, passion-filled content here. I am here in support of your dreams. Reach out to me anytime. I am always willing to hear and guide you to your passion. Much love. Thanks for Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Take immediate action and stay in control of your life by visiting humanbetter365.com. Start to envision your best life by focusing on empowering thoughts. Personal and group coaching available. Contact us today.